The fastest goals. The expert opinions. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. The second halfs are about to get underway. Some interesting scorelines from our championship games this afternoon. Our broth fell behind, but they're 2 1 up. And if things stay as they are, Mark Wilson. That would push our broth to within one point of Kilmarnock And they've still to play each other Incredible end to the season You know it's been an incredible season for our broth But to take it this far and have the opportunity To go to Rugby Park next week If they beat them then they're in pole position So well done to them And today was another test You know I'm saying the pressure was on the players Which was and it showed in the early stages But you have to have some character To bounce back from it And they've shown that this afternoon You'd expect them to go and win you know, from now on in the second 45 minutes and set up that massive game next week. Yeah, <clears throat> just listening to Dave's report, Queenie South are doing okay up there, Gordon. I do ex- expect more goals. It'd be a terrific result, and as Mark quite rightly says, it sets up a fantastic next weekend um, game against Kilmarnock. And if they do win that, my God, what a year that would be for a broth to go and uh, cement first place but Kamarnock are a very good, strong side and a good side at home as well under a very good manager but exciting times ahead for Dick Campbell the whole, point, games. the whole point of a fairy tale Hugh it can't be straightforward Yeah, needs to be some bumps along the way some drama to overcome maybe they're on track I think if you win at Rugby Park you'll win the league alright and you'll be promoted but what pressure would be on Kilmarnock you know because Billy Bowie has kept Things going at a, a very high level They're full time they get Derek McInnes One of our Best coaches As the manager there They are supposed to come up Our broth are not supposed to come up So If they go there And take advantage Of whatever pressure Kilmarnock are feeling It will be some result And to introduce An ageist argument As the old codger On the programme This is a 68 year old Dick Campbell That's in yep. charge of things here this is a fairy tale story and then some. Yeah, it's incredible. Well, I'll tell you what, let's get the second halves up and running. Goal flashes with Aspire Industrial Services. Extensive range of site consumables and hand tools available in their Hillington showroom. Big 45 minutes coming up, that's for sure. We'll keep an eye on all the games in the Championship and beyond, especially those featured. Championship games Like we mentioned You can still tweet us All afternoon At Clyde SSB We're going to get Some reaction From Hamden very soon We'll preview The return to Hamden tomorrow And we're even still Looking for you To tell us Have you ever paid For a video message From a celebrity before How much did you pay And how much Can we charge For Hugh Keevans If at all At Clyde SSB Or at Gordon Duncan 7 Send them over And uh, we'll have a bit of fun Before the afternoon is out What else would you rather do on a Saturday afternoon Then have a bit of a laugh Centre forward Lewis McCann At centre forward Lewis McCann Has replaced centre half Cole Donaldson At half time for Dunfermline So they're going for it And they will have a, a bit of a go Aki's at the break as well Scott Martin For Andy Ryan So the manager's trying to Shuffle the pack Roll the dice Call it what you will Well John Hughes has no option uh, The Dunfermline manager Has got to go for it Because that would be a terrific result for Air United That would take Air six points away from Dunfermline And that would just about seal their fate uh, So Yogi is not going to grin and bear it He's going to get everyone on the park And see what he can do to save the situation 
Yeah, it's a it's an awful result that for Dunfermline because they've got it in their own hands there. You know they're at home, and those are the games they need to win. They've just went through a horrible period at Dunfermline. Everything they seem to try just doesn't work. Whatever manager they bring in, it looks good in paper. It doesn't work, and you wonder where they turn to next. You know, if if they're dragged into that playoff position or they are in that playoff position, if it has to go sour for them. What happens next? Right Hugh, we need to give people thinking time on this Because it's oh, tough, yeah. let's do it The second half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news and opinion online <clears throat> Lot of information to be digested I have played alongside Stephen Kingsley <coughs> Carlos Cuella And Lucas Fabianski I have been managed by Rafa Benitez and Gus Poyet. I won the Scottish Cup and the Scottish Premiership in my three seasons in Scotland. I also won the English League Cup. I am one of my country's top 10 record caps holders and I have a hyphen in my name. Who am I? So, I played alongside Stephen Kingsley, Carlos Quella and Lucas Fabianski. Been managed by Rafael Benitez and Gus Poyet, won the Scottish Cup and the Scottish Premiership in three seasons in Scotland, also won the English League Cup, one of my country's top ten record caps holders, and I've got a hyphen in my name. Well, at Clyde SSB. At Clyde SSB. Did you add that last clue? Well Oh, sorry, there's a couple of different versions it would appear. That's not on my sheet of paper. Right, that's right, fine. Yeah. Um Okay, at Clyde SSB Send your answers in See if you can get it quicker than everyone else Get your thinking caps on I think that's quite easy, actually I think that's generous So we will find out Get them over at Clyde SSB See if you can beat everyone else And make it onto the podium For that second half teaser uh, We are asking you Have you ever paid for a video message from a celebrity? If so, why? If so, how much? And how much can we charge Hugh Keevens? We're settled at about £7 for Hugh so far uh, we think someone's actually sent me a, a, a picture from the <clears throat> the Daily Record. It would appear, and is it actually in today's Daily Record? What I, it, see, it shows you don't listen to me, Gordon. I said this when you were talking oh, about I the Scotsman. I said it was in today's paper. What was? That's what where I got chances? The, That's where I got Gordon's tracking was hundred pounds. I know that I wasn't prepared. That just that. came up because yeah. I can't even remember how it started. That's in this morning's paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking about Andy Gray. Yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah. so. Um, Leicester and Scotland defender Matt Elliott, ten pounds. Right, I think that's, that's like, I think that's like Hughes. I think you're in that bracket, Hugh. Yeah. Scotland. Some people fancy themselves. Scotland defender Stephen Caldwell's thirty-eight quid. Oh, that's ridiculous. That's remember, ridiculous. remember Shea Ojo, former Rangers loanee, <laughs> twenty-five fifty for him. What? According to this article, who's paying that? Colin Calderwood went to France ninety-eight, didn't he? So that elevates um... you. Are you paying forty quid though for a video message? <laughs> what? Definitely um, not Gary McAllister's in there as well I'm sure is he Former Scotland winger Paul Devlin Remember him? No no. 25 quid For the video <laughs> um, Do these people actually get any business? Come know. on Let's be honest uh, Jermaine Defoe I mean, What a career he had yeah. to be fair. Yeah, he'll get 85, 85 85 quid, quid. <laughs> <laughs> You two did that Like the Everly Brothers there <laughs> 70 for Chris Waddle You'd be into that huh? You like Chris Waddle? No 
Oh, don't like Chris Waddle. Right, come on. There, mu- there must be some st- stories out there. Send them to me at Clyde SSB or at Gordon Duncan Seven. Stop sending pictures of naked Martin, <laughs> whoever this guy is. Be <laughs> honest, because producer Callum, you're into weird stuff. Had you ever heard of <laughs> naked Martin before today? I can't, He's shaking I can't, his head I can't believe it You're into weird stuff <laughs> Have you heard it? I thought you maybe Appointed that at me But to Producer Callum well, I, That well, was a It was an example Of some weird stuff It, really, it, it did Callum's cross my mind to, to, to reference you But I don't know If you're technologically Savvy enough To, to be across These types of things That was my Sort of Poor Callum process. Um, <laughs> To answer the question Had you heard of, of Naked Martin before today? No, he says right. Okay, just checking. He's going to get a lot of business. I know. He's, he's, he's going to double his <laughs> his fee on the back of us this afternoon. Well, we're only interested in what we're going to get for Hugh. So is it seven quid just now? I just think that pounds? seems fair. Ten pounds, seven fifty. Yeah. Teeth in or teeth out? <laughs> <laughs> tie on or tie, tie off? Sleeve options. Could be a few options out there, Hugh. Well, the listeners will tell us a bit more about it uh, as the afternoon. Progresses. Uh, will we get some post-match reaction from yes. Hamden? Not yet, we won't, but we'll do it very oh. soon. Uh, yeah, I'll get bring that to you. I'm looking forward to hearing from still an Albion nil, Elgin City one. Rory McEwen with the goal for Elgin. Yeah, it will be interesting to hear what the managers say at Hamden because it was interesting to hear what they said before the game and how it actually panned out. You know, mm. and Sean's listen, his team certainly went about it. The way he said, letting Hearts know um, they were physical, but ultimately they didn't get the, the end the, result, so it, it matters for very little. In the end, Mark, I think it was a peculiar match. It had three wonderful goals. In the second half, it had no goals. We had a player off with a serious injury. We had one red carded, justifiably. We had another one not red carded, who got off with one, Josh Campbell, the Hib sub. Uh, and, and did Taylor Moore get off yeah, as well? Yeah, without doubt. I, I, I don't know whether the referee at that point just get caught up in the atmosphere, the drama of it all. But Taylor Moore having been yellow carded then pushes an opponent to the ground. And the referee gives the free kick but does not yellow card him. Therefore, Meaning he has to send them off. I, I, I think mm. you just. I think the referee got lost at that point. This is where you, you know, the size, you know, of the clubs that you're dealing with, and if we are talking about a doomsday scenario for Dunfermline, and if it goes wrong, and so on, nearly five thousand at that game at East End Park. Yeah, over yeah. four thousand eight hundred. Lots of our top flight teams mm. would love that. Yeah, mm. it, it shows the potential. Dunfermline, uh, in my younger day, were a big club. They played European football. They went to cup finals mm. on a regular basis. East End Park became an all-seated ground, one of the very tidy grounds in the country, and clearly the fan base is there if you get it right. There's, the, no, there's no doubt the fan base is there. Yeah. Even my day, I played there in a full house and in a, in a Fife derby. Yeah. Um, they were always a big, big club. They were a decent club. They've got a good setup. Their stadium's lovely. Um, but they're finding themselves in a real bad position always, always a sign for me Is when I'm out delivering the sessions to the kids Is the football strips that they have on in yesterday in Fife This is how you judge big clubs now is it? Well just the, the new measurement support like that. It's new, you've never I, heard of it before I, Just something to keep me interested in the camps <laughs> But a lot of them Fairland strips with the yeah. wee kids And you go well it, We're not on, I know we're on Fife But 
Methyl's a wee bit of a distance away and they still travel through. So it goes, goes to show you that their supporters is spread across the, my, uh, the council area. My grandson in Brighton plays with a Clyde Bank strip on. The, the, the yeah. People coming over saying, what? What? <laughs> Looking at the crest to see where it says. I like that. <laughs> bit of... Um, bit of home from home yeah. if you like that's I bet he's the only there must be only one Clyde Bank strip in Brighton no his dad that, oh, well, that's you know two what I mean. one household then yeah uh, right keep your guesses coming in for that second half teaser the who am I keep your video message stories coming in as well I'm trying to see if anyone's got that already it, incidentally Gordon you Somehow claim to be the best at the Who Am I's. Have you you got any ideas yet? You show me show me your paper. No, I've not. I've not written them down, but I will get. I will You'll get it in the end. Do you think? Don't know. It's a very difficult one. I think I, I came up with a guess here, but I think the hyphen was misplaced. I don't yeah. think a hyphen's <laughs> no. in that name, is it? No. No. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Are both three Queen of the South one, and now it's looking more comfortable. For Dick Campbell's men The afternoon didn't get off To a perfect start But it's got better and better Since then And they have added a third At a crucial time as well Just after The half time break uh, Someone is walking away Saying to the ref That was my goal ref Make sure that goes down <laughs> As my goal ref I think it's O'Brien um, There is talk of an own goal uh, Of Cameron <laughs> O'Brien still trying to claim it I don't think Dick Campbell will mind Because they're no. both are 3-1 up It's a great day for teams Wearing maroon Hearts into the Scottish Cup final. Mm. The boys in maroon are the talk of the tune, and now are both in maroon. One point behind Kilmarnock, they will be by close of play today. And I think it's a Friday night match, isn't it? Kilmarnock versus Arbroath. Oh, uh, so Kilmarnock. Oh, that. I won't be Friday watching night. that. I told you that Norwich would have to be in some state to lose. Well, to I was Man just going to say, wow. Man United go two 0 up at home to Norwich. With a Cristiano Ronaldo double, uh-huh. and it's now Man United two, Norwich two. Yeah, they're, what they're a t- state they are! The real Timo state. Pukki, by the way, remember mm-hmm. him? Yep. And uh, not one hundred percent support for the next choice of manager either. So they have a fair bit to go, mm. and they're, they're increasing the grounds capacity to eighty thousand at a time when you wouldn't go and watch them. Ah, they don't I struggle just, with ah, that sort of thing. Still sell it to all the. All the tourists who come along with their cameras just for photos, not the real fans. I don't think just looking at their broth goal, their dip. it was a header. I think it was in target from O'Brien, but it certainly comes off the Queen of South defender into the back of the net. But I just love it the fact he's running away to the halfway line, still pointing to himself. There's nobody, nobody near him. Don't know who he's talking about. Try to convince. It's my goal. Ah, why not? Of yeah. course you would claim it but <laughs> it's, when, it's when down in the I mean, it's it's Cameron goal. own goal It has yeah. indeed Yeah but Dick Campbell Not be bothered 3-1 Job done probably Queenie South Are in a bad state as well You know um, But Kenny Miller Managerial masterclass 2-0 East 5-0 Falkirk 2 Charlie Telford Who he probably was with At Rangers Would he have been at some point Might have been yeah Yeah I, I played with Charlie When he was at United just so much promise So much potential Didn't he quite live up to it Good wee player Now Kenny's done well there It's a, quite an odd situation That at Falkirk Where the manager Was released that He would He's leaving the club To go back to oh. America But He's Still Am I right in saying Still going to Have an input In how the club's run Strange one that A good move for Kenny Seriously That, that was what Officially was put out that he was leaving the club at the end of the season to go back to America, but in the 
interim Kenny Miller would manage the rest of the season and the manager would still be helping the club go forward Looking I don't understand Liverpool it Liverpool three up in the FA Cup semi-final just seconds away from half time and they are Shall all over you? Man City oh yeah 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 that's a different level yeah. I don't, I'm really I'm, I'm torn between watching a Broth game or a Liverpool because I'm not both are very exciting easy decision yes um, well, we're, all day long. yeah we're getting goals um, you know Broth are playing very well uh, under severe pressure obviously to stay second top and get into that game against Kilmarnock at Robbie Park but I've just glanced over your shoulder going what a finish that I'm yeah. interested about the, the spread of fans at Gayfield because oh. down obviously the left end it is packed behind the goal but this right end I take it is that the away end because oh, well, there's about, about, yeah. well there's about three people there surely what? no spread it a bit who do you think Oh, everybody move around to make Just it look Aye. No, I, the, the home fans are down behind the goals looking to see the goals and celebrate. Oh, so they all just move around yeah. whichever way. Ah, OK. Yeah. I'm forgetting to, that's the way it used to be yeah, when, without all-seater stadiums. Yeah, I used to do that years ago. Yeah. Without, you used to go to the, the behind the goals yeah. when you were shooting downhill. But surely that's the worst position to watch from. I used to always think as a kid behind the goals would be the best position. It's the worst view. Not really seeing I'd rather go on the halfway line, would you know? No. Good view when a goal scored. Hmm. Yes, yeah, so you're just thinking of being a neutral. You want to be, if you're writing about the madness behind the goal, that's quite good fun as well. If it's an away, away trip. Hmm. I think the last time I sat behind the goal, I was at Ibrox and I was shocked, out injured. And I went and I was sitting in the. You had the to sit tier. in the. No, I with the Celtic fans, yeah, yeah, that's what so you have to you, do. Is it? And what? How do you get there? Uh, no, I just. Uh, I just rocked up with my dad. Aye. All right, you went as a fan. Aye, I was. Oh, I was part of the team, but I wasn't in right. the squad because I was injured. So I. But that's I just what went I mean. Along. So how do you Aye. do? You meet up with the team at some point? No, no, no. I just parked my car and walked home. Oh, right, so okay. you were man, man of the So you don't need like. Well, with the players, I, I said this a, a couple of weeks ago. With the players, what it used to be is you used to wait and the teams gone out, and then the head of security would walk you through the concourse at Ibrox, full of Rangers fans. Walk you at the side door of the stand, where the corner flag is, up the stairs, and you'd sit in that front row of the mm, top. Yeah, nice right. welcome. Mm. Well, I, I was, I wasn't in that group. I was always playing when I was fit. So, oh, well, you weren't okay. playing me and Gary the car with your dad. I was injured though. That's what I'm saying. When you I were was always fit, injured, man. When I was fit, I that's all. That's <laughs> Very all. often. You wonder yeah, why right. I don't know anything about your career apart from you're always injured. Is oh. that another goal? Yeah, looked like it. Yeah. Goal flashes. With AspireGlasgow.com Our both four Queen of the South won And it is an absolute stunner The Red Lickties are putting on a show As they try and squeeze Kilmarnock At the top of that division And they're certainly going to do that this afternoon Derek Gaston has run all the way up From his own goal To congratulate his teammate Because that was a stunning strike Right into the top corner Jack Hamilton this time uh, Is wonderful Wonderful strike a goal that would be worthy of winning any game And it might just have put the icing on top of this one It's now 4-1 to our broth Well they're celebrating like the icing has been put on top of the cake In fact the cherry has been put on top of the icing on top of the cake uh, So Kilmarnock lose last night at Inverness Our broth take full advantage today What a Friday night it'll be in Old Ayrshire I'll tell you what, what a crowd they'll get as well here. Yeah, yeah. Um, But... It does it does very well for a broad's goal difference. Oh, um, 
they've been excellent since they've come back from one down they've been excellent and they could probably go and add to this before the end of the, the, the game great feat from Hamilton as well edge of the box fakes the shoot be Cruyff left foot right in the top yeah, man lovely goal um, I hope this isn't true Mikko says Hugh Keevans charged my dad one pounds to watch him eat cold beans for half an hour best quid he's ever spent <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that of course is a porky pie But uh, I'll do a video of eating the beans Oh no no no, no 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 Just, No That's that's horrible I'll be an 18 <laughs> I certificate 18 Let's check in on that teaser Hugh Remind yeah. us if you can I have played alongside Stephen Kingsley Carlos Quaylar And Lucas Fabianski I've been managed by Rafa Benitez And Gus Poet. I won the Scottish Cup and the Premiership in my three seasons in Scotland. I also won the English League Cup and I'm one of my country's top 10 record caps holders. And I've got a wee hyphen in my name. Who am I? Um, okay. Andy Keith Ness says Jean-Claude Darcheville. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Just literally, literally uh, stop writing that. It is not that. So keep your guesses coming at Clyde SSB. See if you can get them. Try and fill that podium up. You not got it? Yeah, you too. No, you said it's easy as well, so that's worrying. You're, you've been on a roll, Daz. Come on. Your head's not in it today. Your heart's not in it. Come no, on. but I'm not. I'm not. You look tired. I'm not with it. Um, right, let's start hearing from the managers at hand, and yes. then Robbie Nielsen first up. Firstly, just delighted to go through when you're playing derbies. It's about winning them. We've managed to do it back to back. At home, we've done it now at Hamden. Uh, about the game, you know, I thought we started well. We got a two-goal lead, and then we lost a goal. Quickly and it, it kind of knocked us out of stride, and probably Hibs got a better team after that. Even when they went down to ten men, I felt that we had periods where we kept it, but when you know we weren't, you know, we weren't aggressive enough to go and kill the game, and even in the last minute, you know, we were almost hanging on. It's massive, massive for the club. So prior to the game, we spoke to the players about forgetting about, you know, getting to a final, forgetting about European football, it's about winning a derby. You know, we won last week the derby, we had about 20 minutes where we could actually enjoy it. You know, now we've got probably four months, five months until the next derby. So we can enjoy this now, we can enjoy the period. Boys, we've got a few days off and then we've got five games in the league that we want to win to set us up for a Scottish Cup final and make this, you know, it's been a good season. Today makes it a really good one. Can we make it a great one in the final? It's huge, huge because, you know, if we didn't win today, the season kind of peters out a wee bit, five games, and you start looking at Europe. So it's given the boys an incentive. You know, we've got John Suter and Michael Smith will both be back for that game. You know, we've got Cammy Devlin now back in the team or in the, in the squad. So hopefully Craig Halcott will make that as well. It gives everyone targets to try and be involved in that game. So, good news on the injury front. Hopefully Craig Halcott will make it. He's talking about John Suter coming back. Uh, what did you make of Robbie Nielsen's reaction, Hugh? Great achievement today, wasn't it? Yeah, and I wonder if that was just a, ever such a slight little dig there when he said it would be four or five months to the next derby. Yeah. In other words, Hibs are on the bottom six, don't you know? Um, yeah, and you can't annoy us. You can't no, affect us until no. August. That's what it sounded like, wasn't it? Interesting one if Rangers win tomorrow and John Souter is playing against Rangers in the Scottish Cup final. Um, if it's the only trophy they're going for. If it's the only trophy they're going for. Uh, so Robbie Nielsen's quite right And he was very honest Hibs were the better team he said Hearts were not aggressive enough Again that's true uh, But in the end A massive win for the club And that is undeniably true In financial terms And terms of prestige 
said that he wants to make it a great season by winning the Scottish Cup of course it would but I, I, I think it's pretty much been that for Hearts so far when you look at them third place in the table you look how far they are ahead that's pretty much sewn up to get to a Scottish Cup final to beat Hibs twice uh, in the space of a couple of weeks he's ticked a lot of boxes and he came in for some stick you know last season fans weren't happy weren't happy with the style of play and he's answered a lot of those critics he's got to be delighted and the signings we always talk about recruitment and signings a lot of Robin Nielsen signings this season have been huge we're chatting about guys like Barry Mackay you know maybe getting Scotland call-ups and you know Benangame has been great this season terrific that's what you need when you're a manager you're signings to step up to the mark and perform for you and they certainly have done that I don't think it was vintage hearts this afternoon no. but the most important thing about semi-finals is getting into the final and winning and they achieved that and they achieved it with what I call two terrific goals Sims first one you know striker great finish and then Kingsley wraps it up with that beautiful left foot into the top corner and on top of that they, they called upon again Craig Gordon what a save that is for him that's not seen it it's top top class yeah it really is isn't it it was a fantastic save let's hear from Sean Maloney no other goals to tell you about uh, at this current moment so we'll hear from the Hibs boss defeated today on a, a tough run in a tough place here's what he made of it thoughts on the game I thought my performance on my team was excellent um as good as it's been in the three, four months I've been here. Couldn't be more proud of them and what they gave me. Going down to 10 men, I actually thought we were the more dominant team, even with 10 men. So uh, extremely disappointed for them, the support, that maybe the performance didn't quite match the result. I think last weekend there was a physicality and strength to hearts that we had to match. So I, asked, I have to have the players on a, on a to play at that edge. Um, we had to, to, to match what uh, hearts have. Uh, it was the opposite last week. They were very dominant physically. And today, um, that wasn't the case. Yeah, no, no, I know exactly where the team are, the squad are. I know exactly what we need to, to compete with Hearts. What you saw today was, in my opinion, I thought a more dominant performance. I think what Hearts have, and, and you've got to give them credit, they've got a very strong squad. They've got a lot of experience in, at this level and at higher levels. And I think even, unfortunately, you saw Craig produce an amazing save. That's what happens with, um, with players at that level. So we've got a little bit to go, and that's my job. But uh, literally from the 1st of February, that's been on my mind I know exactly what we need to get to a point where consistently we can outperform the teams above us and um, and that uh, that's going to be vital over the next few weeks that come the start of next season we have to remember how we feel now everyone uh, the players were fantastic everyone in the club we have to feel and remember how this feels and make sure that it doesn't happen again next season What did you make of this tension off? I think it's uh, Oh, no, I could understand it. Uh, it's uh, Joe was on that edge. He was trying to stop a counter-attack. Um, look, it's, uh, it's not ideal in these big, big games, but actually it didn't affect how we were playing. It didn't affect... Um, it affected us maybe for five minutes. We, we found a, a structure that actually allowed us to still be really aggressive on uh, hearts. Um, and then after that, I thought we were still very, very good. We still created big chances. We had a big chance late on. And I think a little bit that's been the difference over today, and probably I've spoke to you a lot about that, those chances we... We do have to be more efficient and in the big, big games, more clinical. Well, there'll come a time when uh, the talking will have to stop for Sean um, and uh, action needs to speak louder than words. Again, uh, he was accurate in his assessment, as good as it has been for Hibs under Sean's management, more dominant with 10 men um, and he matched Hart's physicality. Uh, but there'll come a time when 
results have to improve He will get, I think, this season And the start of next season But there will have to be And I'll use the word again A tangible sign of improvement And right now, the results are running against Sean Maloney yeah, I have to agree with that. You know, the the games, some of the games have lost this season, um, and today similar. Sean comes out and he he says it was a dominant performance, and his team did a lot of what he wanted, and they've lost. And even the games have won. He's maybe the fans haven't been happy with how they've played. So some somewhere along the line, it's got to match up through through what Sean's saying and and what the fans are seeing the pitch, followed by results, and results are key. I still think he will get time. I think you know they're safe obviously in that top, uh, bottom six so uh, there's nothing to play for which may affect the crowds from now on at Easter Road for the remaining games and you know the, the hierarchy of clubs sometimes look at that but I don't think there'll be a knee-jerk reaction I think he'll get the summer I think he'll get a chance to build his own side but then he has to hit the ground running I think if you get rid of Jack Ross bring in Sean and then get rid of Sean people look and think chaos at that club um, so He's got to start next season and see where he goes from there. Um, but in the current climate of football management, he won't get very long into next season if things continue as they are at the moment. I mean, Gordon, on performance level, for instance, this is not the lowest point of Sean Maloney's Hibs reign. Mm. It's because of an accumulation. People feel disappointed and now you're out the cup. You know, they, they aim for today's just to get through. And nothing else But they were down to 10 men They did battle hard As he says They probably deserved something From the 90 minutes Does that take any of the, the sting out of it? No uh, Hugh said that People would say they're chaos at this club I think they're chaos at the club They can't win football games um, They're getting beat with their, their biggest rivals Who are far um, Miles ahead of them In every way Sean doesn't inspire me the way he comes out It's different every time I hear him in an interview And he always tells us that he knows what is needed every game And it doesn't seem to work um, I'm not forgetting managers of sack, Gordon But I would like to see him given time To get his own methods over And uh, get his own uh, players in to make sure But he was brought in to, to take Hibs forward They've not been in They're not in the top six They've been Beat last week at Tynecastle after taking an early goal, uh, early lead. They've been beaten today. I thought second half they did show a lot of courage with ten men. I thought they were excellent. I'll give them that. Hmm. But I think if he has a bad run from now to the end of the season, I do not think he'll win the hot seat by the the start of next season no. because Hibs fans are already voting. You looked at that Hamden today. But are these so? Are these games not? I'm not going to say meaningless, but if Hibs don't get, if they don't get dragged in, are, are they not close to meaningless? No, because he's got to get results. He's not getting results. Hibs, Hibs supporters, you looked at that stadium today, and the first thing these guys to my right hand side says, "Well, if Hibs get through today, they shouldn't argue about ticket allocation." You were playing in the biggest game of your season. You're playing your biggest game for a long time against Hearts at um, Hamden Park. And there was massive mm. seats, empty seats of Hibs supporters. It tells me the Hibs supporters have already, most of a lot of them, have turned off against the manager. Yeah, I, I mean, Mark, it was clear that there was almost a, a, a bit of advertising there about 
needing players and so on, whether that was just to the public or to the board or both. So, you know, I know, I know what we need. And then mm. he's t- he talks about the quality that Hearts have in, in yeah. certain areas, mentions Craig Gordon. Is, is that what you would read into those comments? Yeah. Uh, he's speaking the truth, if you're honest. Hearts are a good bit ahead of them. The table shows that, but the performance level shows that with the, the players' hearts have got. So, they need to bolster the squad. I think it's more a message for the fans. I don't think the the, the people upstairs will, will need any um, signals from Sean about players. They would have, when Sean got appointed in February, was it February? Yeah. Um, it, whenever he got appointed, he would have had a, a chat, uh, an honest chat about, no, actually it was before February, but he would have had a chat what the team needs. Now, they would have been well aware that they couldn't bring all that in in January. It's a hard window to get people in and to get people playing the way you want them. It's midway through the season. But they would have had a serious discussion about summer. Every good manager does that. And Hibs, Hibs are a good club. They're a big club. They've got a structure in place. So they'll know what mm. they need. And are they going to sack them before that actually gets a chance to take place? I don't think no. they will. Are we on the verge of another title being wrapped up? Dumbarton have just equalised the Airdrie Oh Kovar wow. winning If my arithmetic is correct Yes yeah. Would you back me on that Was Airdrie winning 2-0 as well? Airdrie were winning 2-0 But I think I think they've had a man sent off Maybe have they? So Rhys McCabe's own goal as well So as things stand Cove on 73 points Airdrie 7 points back on 66 And 2 games to go Yes yeah. So yeah. as it stands Cove Rangers would be The second team in our SPFL to wrap up the title after Kelty Hearts well done Paul Hartley well not done yet but quite remarkable uh, Cove's rise you know you hear Paul speaking quite a lot about it how they had was it a five year plan to get to the championship and I think that would be three years or four years it's taken them three years maybe so flying through the league's club it's done it yep. the right way and getting rewards yeah not done yet as they said I'll tell you what I thought Fraser Wishart was usually Sort of optimist You know he's going to Put a positive spin on things He's given us a good Doomsday scenario for Hibs mm. Since we're talking about it oh. Lose oh. the first two After the split Away to St Mirren and Livy Right mm-hmm. Possible Possible yeah St Johnston win against Dundee And St Mirren And it's a two point difference With three games to go <laughs> Well that changes yeah. The complexion of everything um, So But it might go the other way And they'll be Yeah of course possible. But that's why I say We have to get the, the Post split games out the way Five matches Now if Sean did Fall into relegation trouble Then He really is On a shaky nail um, But It depends on The people who are running your club For example Roy McGregor at Ross County did not win any of their first 10 games under Malky Mackay. Oh, this is a big goal. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. It's an equaliser for Dunfermline. It's a free kick from 20 yards. It's Cole with it. It's a low curling effort. Reese Cole. And he has found the back of the net at East End Park. That a bit of a. Relief, I'm sure, for all those Dunfermline fans we said were in East End Park today, they're level. Better, but even if it finishes uh, level, there's still three points adrift of Air United and only three games left. So they'll be looking for a winner as Man City make it 3-1 in the FA Cup semi-final. 3-1 for Liverpool, I should add. Mm. Anyway, to back to the point about Roy McGregor, if you're running the club the Roy McGregor way, Malky doesn't win any of his first 10 games and Roy McGregor holds his nerve and Ross County end up in the top six. Um, 
those running hibs have got to factor in the loss of Martin Boyle and the long-term loss through injury of Kevin Nisbet and give Sean Maloney uh, time to regroup for the start of next season. I think it, he'll be there at the start of next season unless in the post-split matches Fraser's doomsday scenario mm. comes to pass in a- which case he's in trouble. Aki's hit the post, Mihai Popescu... So getting closer But the woodwork keeps him out At the moment It's still Morton nil. Hamilton won In that game yeah. Dunfermline just equalised Against Ayr Down in League 2 Elgin City have gone 2-0 up At Sterling Albion Matthew Cooper with it And a Cristiano Ronaldo Hat-trick Has put Man United Back in front against Norwich They chucked a 2-0 lead They now lead 3-2 And They p- Possibly will chuck that as well It's got yeah. that feeling about no it At the moment United it? Yeah what an yeah. interesting week Ronaldo said though eh? After last week mm. Weekend After March Nokia and, Yeah And the trouble Yeah He must have been expecting A better end to his career Than, than this But Manchester United At the moment um, Great to find out That Sir Alex Will be honoured By the Scottish Football Writers Association uh, Lifetime Achievement Award But Manchester United At the moment Are all about A glorious past yeah, it certainly looks that way. It was Jack Grealish that got that Man City goal that Hugh was talking about in that FA Cup tie. Reminders of your teaser, if you don't mind, Hugh. Yeah, I have played alongside Stephen Kingsley, Carlos Quayler and Lucas Fabianski. I've been managed by Rafa Benitez and Gus Poyet. Won the Scottish Cup and the Premiership in my three seasons in Scotland. Also won the English League Cup. I'm one of my country's top ten record caps holders. And I've got a hyphen in my name. Who am I? Graham Hume and Woody think it's El Haji Diouf. No, it's not. Uh, okay. Keep your guesses no. coming in. I'm just, you must have it by now. There aren't many players with hyphens. Yeah. I, I think I'm. Um, That's narrowed right. it right down. I think I'm in the right ballpark here. Jason Brown has been sent off for Peter Head. Interesting why? Because Peter Head have got so many Browns in their team. I think it was four last week. That is a lot, yeah. Uh, let me check how many were playing this afternoon. As Callum Higginbottom, not like Kelty Hearts, are taking their foot off the gas after promotion. He makes it 3 0 at Stranraer with about 10 minutes to go. So, Peterhead are a brown down. They are indeed. Uh, let me see. Today it was just the one, two, oh, just two today. Two in the starting 11 and one in the bench. Ach, that's nothing. That's nothing to write home about, I'm afraid. And they're one down as well, as Hugh says. Jason Brown sent off for. Peterhead just a real it always does take a disturbing turn John McIlvaney wanted to discuss something about Hugh Keevans in a bathtub eating beans and budgie smugglers on video for Cash for Kids I think we've just kicked the backside that, right that out of that is putting you, you off your business that says more about that guy than, than yeah. you you know that he wants to see that his imagination like you're this you're paying guy. not to see that really aren't you uh, rather yeah. than the other way around so I'll we, pay not to do it have we settled on a fee do we think 750 Tenner, I go ten pounds. Nah, I, I think you'll get ten pounds in the day's market. I think market. to get business in, you just want to lower it. Yeah, eight fifty. Stick the teeth in. You'll get a tenner <laughs> all day long for a Hugh Keevans video message yeah. of your choice. Yeah, ten pounds. You'll get ten pounds. You'd get some. Hugh, the problem is you'd get some rude requests that when yeah. they sit well with a gentleman no, like no, yourself. No, 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 no. I, I shall play the part of the sophisticated old gent. There will be no profanity. There will be no shenanigans. Uh, but you'll get the flawless message of Happy, happy birthday, happy birthday. Uh, Oh you have a good one 
Uh, the best when it comes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you hate that scene, <laughs> don't you? All the best uh, when it comes. All the best when it comes, Phoebe. Many, many happy returns. <laughs> don't, don't think you're selling it that way. For trying to raise money for charity. No, see, I, 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 is it definitely charity? Or there's huge pockets. Oh well, well because get yourself a holiday. Five and sorry. five. In the context of what we're discussing, these people are pocketing it. You know, the yeah. people we were reading out yeah. earlier. But Hugh doesn't need it, so we'll go five and five. I don't think some of these people need it either. For five, what it's worth, but five for charity, five for Chuggy for a right, new okay. shirt. <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. I don't mind that. A bit of a delay at Gayfield. Um, an injury to Queen of the South players down in the box. We're always questioning the weather. Up in our broth But it looks it's lovely You see this Does that not look nice? I think that but looks I think that looks like a I cannot, February I, afternoon I cannot believe he's brought up the weather In Gayfield That looks lovely there The har Bright Has come in Off the water are you, are you, Is there something wrong with your eyes? And you were slagging my contact lenses last week What about that is bright? You can barely see the trees sunny? Because of the har I must just be the, Is the fact that They've got big coats and scarves on Not giving that away oh. <laughs> yeah, Well it's dry you That one day Anyway it's that nice was the weather update With Mark Wilson mm. uh, Let's get back to the football Cove Rangers 2 Alloa 0 Fraser 5 So well, yeah, they're strengthening Their position It could be the yeah. titles Wrapped up today Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com uh, We've got a goal and it comes at where does it come East End Park is it Dunfermline have taken the lead Ooh. against Air United it was the sub todder of 25 yards McAdams actually gets a hand to it but he can't keep it out that game's flipped in its head and that does become a very big result the goal level if that scoreline turns into a result the goal level with Air United and that's pressure time then well done John Hughes though yeah. Makes the change at half time Centre half off Centre forward on Positive change Needed a result Needed a change And he's got it He's ahead That's a big one yep. Still about to be played Oh Where no that's go? it Game over Game over I'm going down to Keevan's yes, Game over yes. Okay 5-6 minutes still to go Aero throw everything at them But you're right Mark He had to get a result to do uh, especially at home Decent crowd as Gordon said uh, Especially for a championship game That's terrific um, That's a big big result That must be the biggest crowd Is it In the in the championship What today? 5,000 Yeah the, nearly five It will be today Yeah we yeah. thought so It'll be beating at Kilmarnock uh, on Friday yeah. night They took 1,300 fans To Inverness last night 1,300 And they lost So was it a holiday yesterday? People looking for a wee trip up north oh, maybe? Oh, so was I. Get involved, go and spend the weekend in the Highlands. It's a long old way back from Inverness to Kilmarnock. I've, I've I been know there. if you're making a weekend of it. All these places I've been this week. Inverness and right? Monday. Been to Inverness. we were chatting yeah. about. It was in Stranraer on Wednesday. Inverness and Stranraer in the same week. And Fife, Is this yeah. the football camps with AR26? Football 26? camps, yeah, spread everywhere. The car has taken a battering <laughs> just now in terms of miles. But wow. All worth it. Oh, oh, I'm sure. Just to, see, to the, see the country this, and the smiles on the the faces of the youngsters. You bring the football so camp. much joy yeah. to people. I'm Mark. like Santa. Yeah, yeah. Is Andy <laughs> Robertson going to come up and, and make a guest appearance? Well, any yeah. of them? Or? <laughs> you know what? The amount of kids that asked. Um, when was that? Wednesday. So hold on. Is Andy coming? Please, He's please tell me. League. Please tell me they don't think they're getting Andy Robertson. And get hit with you instead And I come in Andy Ward's going to be here But he sent <laughs> <laughs> He sent his old teammate Instead 
Uh, and then they were asking, yes, aren't they going to be... I said, sorry, he's got a big... He'll try to do that. Cup. He's going to try and be here. <laughs> he would love, yeah. Well, if you behave, I'm going to try my best to get him up here. Uh, yeah, but I think he's got... But more important things at the minute on the field just now. But he would have loved to have been there. Sure, yes, I'll get you along in the summer. You said I, I'm you'd definite, come along. I'm Thinking definitely the kids when they see this guy. I've got a big summer ahead. We've got our first customer. Yes, oh. Patrick Carroll, twenty fifth wedding anniversary. My wife loves Hugh Keevans probably more than me. Ten pounds well spent. <laughs> Lovely. And the bike. Hey, yeah, Patrick. He was selling you short for seven. Mm-hmm. I've taken you up to ten. Five, five each. to charity. Five for Hugh. Yeah. We get any commission. No, no, no I'm quite happy for Hugh We try and upsell him 12.50 and Gordon DL Makes an appeance in it as well No, don't, no. don't, don't, don't I think we keep it. it 10 quid for uh, Shug Right, okay Right, Patrick We'll hold you to that That was Patrick Carroll Try and get him a shirt that fits him So he doesn't need to pull it up At the sides Great chance for <laughs> Patrick Thistle Juan Allegria On loan from Rangers 12 yards Sat up nicely But volleyed it a yard wide Oh, don't tell me Miller's going to chuck this at the death. Jamie Semple with a penalty for East Fife. East Fife one, Falkirk two, six to go. Bit of a rammy actually at Capolo. Oh, Ogwu booked for leaving one on Easton. Bit of a bust up. Who do you want? Who do you want in the trenches when a bust up breaks out? Wee Willie. He's got it Willie all under control. Him. He's Brilliant. in there, whistle blown furiously, yeah. scowl on his face, telling people to. Get away! Uh, get away from that. He likes that. Gritted teeth. He, he runs did that. He, he did at Ibrox a couple of weeks ago. Oh, remember where he, he the square goes? Wasn't it? He does it. Do you know? Uh, and Looks so aggressive. See in the gym, he runs backwards, right? He does in the treadmill. <laughs> he does. <laughs> no, he does. And he put, and, and he puts, <laughs> for for him to for him to listen. I'm putting my arm out. Radio. Can he see you? Yeah. Runs backwards. Practices, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. All referees do that as part of their training. You just, you just don't mm. run forward. Pain up the calves, yeah. What but, was that? I, I, I'm not even going to go there. It's not appropriate, but I just, I'm well, not sure that's the gesture referees do. I just hope it's not. Right, I'm not going to open up a can well, of arms that I don't stay want. Stay away. Mm. It's the angle of your arms just a bit. Okay. Never mind. Um, apparently, we will. He's the calmest man in the place. Yeah, I'll nah, be David right. Friel. See, no Willie is a school teacher. He used to unruly wains. So that's what he's getting at Capelum. Yeah. Quite yeah, straight fair forward. point. Fair point. That Jamie Semple penalty we told you about. Oh, hold on. Cool. We're making more business. Sandra, I'll give Shug and Dazzler a score if they sing Happy Birthday to Me on June the 10th. We're in, Chug. We've got a business going. Are you there, my agent? You do the singing, I'll do the rest. What's the rest? I'll just my parents dance. Da- ah, yeah, you, you do the singing, Pick, I'll do the dancing. Picking up his commission. Mm, I'm not sure what the rest. So what? Really what is. You, listen, we need to get. You could be a PA. I know. I didn't get mentioned. That's what I'm doing. I'm just a spare part in this. Just kid on. Man. Just kid uh-huh. on. We're the Andy Robertsons of this industry, right? We'll get you a wee tracksuit with Shuggy and Daz on it, and you can take all the bookings. So if MDs want to book now, contact Mark. And Chug and I are available, especially through the summer. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You can get Mark on 0774. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it's not far off. Last week, I was uh, I was a thing after the show. A uh, Celtic supporter sing and Stan Petrov and Miravchik there, and the guy comes up. Mark, can I get a photo with you and Stan? And so he turns and gives the phone to his dad to take it. Oh no, you took it, and, and his the dad, dad went. His dad went. I can't work that Mark can you take the photo <laughs> <laughs> the guy, So I'm standing there Just taking the photo <laughs> Petrov and Mirachik 
Tell them to take camera. That is the biggest insult you can ever well, get uh, in football. And you got to know your place. Oh, the... right. Cove have just oh. taken a 3 0 lead. It looks like they're about to wrap up the title. And then in the 88th minute, Airdrie go and score against Dumbarton. 3 2, Jordan mm-hmm. Allen. So it's off yeah, until it's next off. week, yes. Champagne back on ice As it stands Hugh Keevans That's the phrase That yes, we keep mentioning Yes Well they're going to be champions anyway But they'll just have to wait a while As who, it stands Who do they play next week On where will they win it Cove? Disney Mar Disney Mar But you want there's, not more, uh, uh, there's nothing more frustrating The kit man would have been Unpacking the t-shirts The champagne yeah. The champagne Getting yeah, Dumbarton at home next week So it's slipped around <sighs> Dumbarton can have a say In this title race So as it stands Five points Two games to go so it can't be done yet So Dumbarton An equaliser for Dumbarton Would change that mm. But not nah, yet Nah I see it I'm surprised at the game uh, That Fraser's at That there's been no goals Are you Fraser? Given Fraser's I know, reputation I know But when you see Ray Look, The way they've played this year And Thistle Brian Graham's in the team today I will have no, no criticism Of Fraser Wisher Until the 2nd of May that's all I'm going to say What's happening no. the second of me? It's the well, day after the, the oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, up, right. up until then We're with Fraser uh, Whilst the full time whistles Start coming in In fact let's just go to them I'll do the teaser answers At the end If you don't mind Roger Hanna Full time East End Park Big result Big result indeed In Fermilin Athletic 2 Air United 1 Yogi Super Subs have come off the bench And thrown the pass A relegation lifeline Gordon Reese Cole And Nikolai Todorov The substitute Who turned this game on its head Air were cruising at 1-0 up They dominated the first half Sam Ashcroft had an effort Cleared off the line Tommy Adeloy twice Denied by Jacob Stolarczyk In the pass goal then they took the lead after 35 minutes Adeloy tripped in the box by Cole Donaldson and Aaron Muirhead stepped up to score with ease from the spot it could have been 2-0 Adeloy firing inches wide with a shot across the face of goal just on the brink of the break but Yogi Hughes shook it up at half time he took off centre half Donaldson he threw on centre forward Lewis McCann and they really went for it in the second half skipper Stephen Lawless wide at the back post after 55 minutes he claimed a handball in the box Liam Polworth booked for leading the protest as they threw everything at air on went Cole and Bobby Camia and they got an equaliser in 79 minutes air defender Muirhead penalised by referee Colin Stephen for a shove on the edge of the box up stepped Cole curled a low right foot shot round the wall and inside Aidan McAdams far post from 20 yards that really fired up the host and they got the winner four minutes from time Nikolai Todorov just off the bench it was a lightning break from one end to the other he got the ball 25 yards out smacked a right foot shot McAdams got a right hand to it but just couldn't keep it out of the goal it was almost a third and added time Lawless firing off the post that could be pivotal yet in this fight to avoid the relegation playoff place because as things stand with just two games and just 13 days left in this championship season the Fermlin and Air locked on 35 points locked on goal difference locked on goals scored and locked on goals de- goals conceded this will come down to the wire the Fermlin 2 Air United 1 you cannot beat Scottish football what a title race we have in our hands in the championship uh, as well because our broth have taken a 5-1 lead against Queen of the South We'll get the picture from Dave Galloway uh, Very soon when that one finishes Oh, and there's been late drama in this one as well Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com There's been a goal at Firhill But it's gone to Wraith Rovers Poplatnik in the last minute of the game Looks like the three points Will go back to Kirkcaldy The Partick Thistle fans will not be happy with that whatsoever For what it's worth James Cregan has been given 
the fifth goal for our broth like I say we'll get a full round up from Dave Galloway very soon so that one is finished at East End Park huge result for Dunfermline Hugh it's huge for them uh, it's also hugely disappointing for Partick Thistle it means they're now three points separating Partick Thistle from Wraith Rovers and two games to be played so the latter part of the season has been very poor from Partick Thistle Ian McCall's practically gone into the history books now for his quote about Thistle being dug meat uh, and they clearly have been dug meat today again uh, so they have to fight over the next two games to make sure that they are in the playoffs because that would be a massive disappointment for the Thistle fans and I'm, I'm sure we'll hear from some of them between five and six tonight Yes, I'm absolutely sure of that Pick up the phone 01419511025 If you've watched your team today let's hear from you If you have watched your team in the Cup earlier on and there might be a few of you out there we're going to watch your team tomorrow as well So let's hear from you I'll tell you what Whilst we're waiting on the other full times Let's finish this, Hugh The second half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news and opinion online I have played alongside Stephen Kingsley Carlos Quilla And Lucas Fabianski I've been managed by Rafa Benitez and Gus Poyet I won the Scottish Cup and the Premiership in my three seasons in Scotland and also won the English League Cup. I'm one of my country's top 10 record cap holders and I have a hyphen in my name. That's because I am Ki Sung Young. Ki Sung Young, not like he was a teammate of yours or anything. Oh, Mark Wilson, yeah, surprised you didn't get that one. one. Uh, lots of you did, so well done. And the podium looks like this. Mickle, well done to you, Mickle. You were third fastest. Gavin Murphy Well done Gavin Second fastest for you But none of you Could keep up With Kieran Selick Well done Kieran You are the winner Congratulations to you We've got a full time result In League 1 East Fife 1 Falkirk 3 And East Fife are relegated On the back of That result It is full time At Firhill Fraser Wishart It is And it's a drama Of the final minutes Patrick Thistle nil. Wraith Rovers won and just as Partick Thistle looked to get the point that would secure the playoff place upstep Matty Poplatnik to score in the final minute and a few boos from the Partick Thistle fans the team never make it easy for them and a few nervy moments later on but you could feel the goal coming and it did come from the Slovenian striker very scrappy first half few chances best fell to Brian Graham a good header from Stephen Hendry free kick was pushed away by McDonald. Ben Williamson closest for Wraith two left foot efforts from the edge of the box one hit the side net one over the bar break to start to the second 51 minutes a brilliant save by Thistle keeper Jamie Stedden kept it level full stretch to tip over a really fierce Reagan Tumulty 25 yard shot on the other end Ross Doherty tested Jamie McDonald with a free kick but it was really difficult for the players bare bumpy pitch and stopped any flow to the game the ball bobbling effective passes and players running with the ball Varian almost got a touch the substitute to a Sam Stanton low driven cross Varian then tried to turn provider really lovely cross the back post just out of reach for Poplatnik and a great chance for the Jags to wrap it up in 82 minutes and how they might regret this missed chance on loan striker from Rangers Juan Allegra he ran on to a Brian Graham pass he was clear the ball sat up nicely but he volleyed the ball a yard wide on the angle from 12 yards and that was a great chance and Jags fans' nerves were jangling. Ball bobbled around the front of their goal. Stephen Henry headed off the line. And a real shocker 
for Partick Thistle in the last minute. Aidan Conley did really well. He burst into the box, passed a couple of challenges, and he drove the ball low across the six-yard box and came Poplatnik to side-foot the ball past Sneddon into the corner of the net. They don't make it easy for their fans, do they, Partick Thistle? A hammer blow for them, but it's still in their hands. But it's really got a couple of tricky games against Ayr and Dunfermline ahead. Full time at Firhill, Partick Thistle nil, Wraith Rovers one. Also finished at Capolo, David Friel. Full time, Morton nil, Hamilton Ackies won, and this was a big win for Hamilton, who move above Morton into sixth place. David Moyles' early goal won it for the Ackies, and overall, I think they probably deserve the points. Morton now sit just five points above Ayr and Dunfermline with two games left, so there is a little bit of work for Dougie Emery's side to do to avoid that playoff. But I think they should be fine. Both sides are wasteful in the first half with chances arriving in almost every attack. Robbie Muirhead missed an early sitter for Morton before Moyle opened the scoring in six minutes. Andy Ryan's shot was parried out by Jack Hamilton and the Hamilton striker couldn't really miss from close range. Gavin Ayler should have equalised for Morton moments later but he missed an open goal from a tight angle. It was then Aki's turn to miss good chances. Andrew Winter twice went through and twice made a mess of one-on-ones with Jack Hamilton. Morton definitely finished the first half on top. Robbie Muirhead and Gozugu both hit the bar in the space of 30 seconds. Muirhead must have felt it was cursed when Ryan Fulton made a brilliant save from his stunning volley. You want to see this two minutes into the second half. Great shot, great save. Chances were scarce after that. Morton, the spell of pressure on sub Gary Oliver, fired over the bar in 74 minutes. Aki's then almost made it 2 0 when Mihai Popescu met Josh Mullins' corner. He hit the post with a header, but in the end, one was enough for Hamilton Aki's full time at Capital. Morton 0, Hamilton 1. Uh, big results everywhere you look at this stage of the season Also finished in our broth Let's get the story of that one with Dave Galloway Well what an afternoon here at Gayfield It's finished our broth 5, Queen of the South 1 The visitors belied their position at the bottom of the championship With a strong start Cameron set up Roy whose drive was well off target But Roy made no mistake on 12 minutes To put Queen of the South ahead His head flick converting to Bayo's cross Abroth found their way back into the game. Lowe's 30-yard free kick skimmed the top of the net and equalised after 25 minutes. A lovely move. McKenna found Colin Hamilton, who shot high into the net with a great finish. And the host made it 2-1 on 36 minutes. Queens couldn't clear the danger. And Jack Hamilton's effort was deflected into the bottom corner. Both teams created other moments of danger in an entertaining first half. 54 minutes in, and it was 3-1 Abroth. Cameron with an OG following Lowe's corner and it was 4-1 five minutes later a fantastic left-footed drive by Jack Hamilton from long range into the postage stamp corner of the net the hosts looked very much in command against their rather dispirited opponents and Abroth went close late on with Lynn's drive well saved and Jack Hamilton shot hitting the side netting the icing on the cake came in injury time Cregan nodding in a cross from Lynn from about two yards out Abroth then just one point behind Kilmarnock then at the top and they visit them next. It finished our broth five, Queen of the South one. What result that is, Hugh, that shakes things up at the top. Yeah, I mean, it, Friday night at Rugby Park will be sensational. Um, it, it's unfair, but a lot of people will be rooting for our broth because of the fairy tale aspect of it all. Uh, and this... Uh, Great man Dick Campbell Who uh, has been around Scottish football for decades uh, People would like to see him Manager of the year If only to hear the acceptance speech Believe me That would be an 18 um, But On the park You cannot deny what he's been doing And that now Kilmarnock Everything about Kilmarnock The scale of the budget The size of the support that lovely ground they've got there at Rugby Park, they 
ought to be in the Premiership. They ought not to be in the Championship. But now they're going to have to fight for the right. 01419511025. It is over to you to have your say. If your team were in action today, let's hear from you. Whether it was the Championship or beyond. What about you Hearts and Hibs fans? Hearts are through to the Scottish Cup final after an incident-packed day at Hamden. And it'll probably be a fairly lively affair tomorrow as well. Celtic fans, Rangers fans, how are you feeling? Are you confident? Who should play? Is Kyogo leading the line? How do Rangers line up? Should Rangers get a bit of help from the Scottish footballing authorities to move fixtures around to give them a rest for Europe? All of today's talking points right now, please. 01419511025 and we will speak to you next. After the action, it's your reaction. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Hugh Keevans Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here And they're all waiting on you It's 0141 951 1025 What about today's football then? Scottish Cup semi-final number one Hearts are through a 2-1 Edinburgh Derby victory Hearts fans What did you make of it? How good was it to get another one over your city rivals And get to a final? It maybe came at a price Halliday, Halkett And others uh, Coming off A bit worse for wear in that one Uh, Hibs fans Where does this Leave you It was really a season Defining game Wasn't it It's bottom six now What happens Between now and the end of the season How do you feel about Sean Maloney And the rebuild there Pick up the phone And let us know And tomorrow Celtic fans Rangers fans I'm sure you've got Lots to share with us On that If it's just the football match Who goes into it As favourites How are you feeling about it Are you confident Are you nervous Who plays Does Kyogo start In place of Giacomakis Aaron Ramsey, Stephen Davis, Sakala, Roof, all the usual pre match team lineup debates. Get them in. Uh, there is another debate raised by Giovanni Van Bronckhurst and James Tavernier today. Rangers asking the question will anything be done to move fixtures, give them a bit of a, a boost uh, to handle the fixture list between now and the end of the season in Europe? What do you make of that? Does that make sense to you? 01419511025, either way. It's been quite a day of football already, Hugh. Yeah. Terrific excitement uh, Well done Hearts Scottish Cup finalists Odd game The Hearts manager admitting that Hibs were the better side When Hibs had 10 men After the sending off of Joe Newell But Hearts saw it out They toughed it out And uh, well done to them uh, Our broth The story goes on And now they go to Kilmarnock on Friday night A point in Kilmarnock's favour Separating the two sides There'll be a massive crowd and there'll be a real boost for the championship with that match televised live. Uh, Everywhere you look at the moment, there are serious issues hanging by a thread. Partick Thistle's place in the playoffs, hanging by a thread. Dunfermline or A United to be in the relegation playoffs, hanging by a thread. So it's a wonderful, tense Finish to the season Let's bring in Wayne Who is a Hearts fan How happy are you With that outcome today Wayne? How are you doing guys? Yeah Absolutely um, Ecstatic Just For the fact Going out of the final As um, Hugh said With Robbie Nielsen You know I can only Echo it From when I went 2-1 Hibs got the 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 backup And away they went And I was kind of squeaky bum time. I was going, oh my goodness. And we were riding Craig Gordon pulling off a world they saved, as he always does. And that has to echo our league position. Um, I know we've got a strong squad. 
Um, and it's down to Craig for me. If I was being, I know it's a bit biased, but player of the year, Craig Gordon's got to be up there. Um, and I know Alan McGregor's like that, a wee bit older, but they're pulling off these saves that are just crazy. Like, the one reporter said they make it to each, it was just like, I, I thought to each, I was like, oh, here we go, what's going to happen? But, again, Hibs, when they're on that, pushing forward, it was new that like he went for a challenge. He didn't go in for that challenge we hearing go down out of 10 men and I'll call it how it is. I'm straight in the middle. Like, I'm, I don't want to be that biased way but I feel as though if, if Hibs kept uh, 11 on the park it could have been a different game. Well maybe. A few talking points. Let's start with a positive. Wayne's picked out Craig Gordon and how can you not? How good was that save? Yeah. Frightening. Um, and I said at the time how important is that going to Prove at the end of the game And I thought Probably at that time Hearts would have come into it Maybe nicked another But it, it proved the The vital moment of the game um, I'd be amazed If he wasn't shortlisted For player of the year Some of the saves he's made I mean a couple of weeks ago Up at Dingwall The, the double save against Ross County The ones against Livingston They have been remarkable um, For a man of his age Just keep playing at this level Sensational I think he's right up there In the running For player of the year Key moment today That save Massive uh, Really really massive um, Hibs were the better team At the time Gordon And If you're Portis You're thinking I've just put my team level here In the semi-final Scottish Cup And then you see that save From Greg Gordon And he deserves the bit of luck Because you're looking at Scott standing In the perfect position If it comes off the post Comes to him He's got a tap in An easy tap in It comes right back to Craig Gordon He's got better wage for me um, uh, listen, I'm no doubt that it'll be in a lot of people's minds for uh, running for Player of the Year. If you're going to be successful, a successful team, I think Hearts have had a successful season, league campaign, Scottish Cup final. You need a very, very good goalkeeper, and Hearts are very fortunate they've got a top class goalkeeper and still producing mm. the saves. Wayne, you mentioned about Joan Yule's red card. Should Hibs have had another one With Josh Campbell And then maybe even Your own Taylor Moore Was he walking a tightrope Yeah well The the challenge from uh, Campbell I was surprised He was even lagging his finger Even at the yellow card Which flabbergasted me But Taylor Moore um, When he came on I thought his first yellow To be fair Was a bit soft But Even though you've got The yellow card Why he's just pushed Porteous just to the edge Of the area And I was like oh, This is 86 87 minutes for a Hearts fan going like, like why are you just like it was just a bit of stupidity so yeah it could have been either way but it was there was some challenges that went in being tried to do the best he could do and for the end of the day I'm just happy with the fact that we've got our Scottish Cup final so that's the way I'm looking at Absolutely. it what about those main talking points Hugh you know a lot of criticism will go on Sean Maloney for the result uh-huh. Joan Yule Does he take portion of the blame Or is that Sean Maloney's fault well, for not Because we all knew Joan Yule was getting close to being sent off Yeah and Sean acknowledged as much You know he, he said he knew that he wasn't handling it well uh, He could And probably should have taken him off um, But You can't say I mean it's a thoroughly Merited Sending off There's no dubiety about it whatsoever But you can't say It affected the game in a negative way for Hibs Because the Hearts manager mm. told you that Hibs were better with 10 men 
Than hearts with 11 men so. Yeah but is that, is that really the point though How, What's to say that With 11 men Hibs aren't even better And go and win yeah, the game Yeah but I mean As I say Joe Newell Was sent off For a bad challenge And also for Reckless stupidity He was not in control of himself He was running around the park Not in control of himself And everyone And their uncle Could see he was going to get sent off uh, and so he's got a lot to think about this weekend Because he let everyone down uh, But I think At the end of the day Although it was a strange game With three terrific goals in it I think the right team won in the end What was your take on the disciplinary incidents Run through as many of them as you want It's simple for me uh, Joe Newell um, I, I just cannot believe that For a manager <clears throat> To put your trust in an experienced player He's got to he's got to take responsibility for that. I know that you can point the finger. I know Mark makes great points about well, look, he wasn't influencing the game anyway. Get him off and and take that risk away. But it was stupidity, Gordon. And for a referee, I'm a massive referee fan. I like beating. I think he's one Who of Who on earth says I'm a massive referee fan. Never well, ever well, heard that no, said. That's a ridiculous I thing think to say. What happens is they come in for a lot of criticism unfair at the time. I think uh, Beaton's one of the best referees we've got But I thought he was Campbell for me is a red card Only my opinion Red card Taylor Moore If you've booked him before And you go up and you give the free kick Because he's pushed as a portage mm-hmm. off the ball It's a second yellow card for me Why are they still in the pitch? And I'd, I'd sort of disagree. I know what you were saying about, well, it didn't really affect with Hibs, with Joe, Joe Newell, with Ted. Of course, of course you've got a better chance with a living. Of course you have. Yes, Hibs showed a lot of character, but I've got to say, I think one or two of the players let themselves down. Yeah, I have to agree. John Beaton was inconsistent today. He got a lot of the stuff right. But there was certain ones that he did get wrong. Campbell tackle, yep, Moore should have been sent off as well. The new one for me is simple. The signs were there. Everybody could see it. You know, he wasn't having an effect in the game. He should have been taken out of that situation. And I believe Hibbs would have had a why much, do you much think, better why chance. Why do you think Maloney kept him on then, Mark? You might ask you on that, I could, don't know. Because you said that. that. That's what I'm saying about... I think that guys like Maloney's got... To, he's, an inexper- he's an experienced manager. It's his first job. And Mark's sitting there going, well, look, everybody could see that he was getting caught up in the game. Next one he was going... But even even the manager, Sean, may have been caught up in the game. That happens when you're in the touchline. Now, I've never managed in, at that level. But you can imagine, with everything that's surrounding him, that's then when it's up to his staff to well, come down and have a word and say, look... When you're managing in a Scottish Cup semi-final, Mark, it is very difficult. You know, you do get caught <laughs> I up. I set him up there, you know, I? I should know. <laughs> oh. Thank you, Wayne. Let's hear from Robbie Nielsen. This, of course... Seals European football deep into next oh. season for Hearts and all the money that comes with that. You know, we're guaranteed money, but you know, we've got to be careful how we spend that money. You know, we don't want to chuck it all in. We've got to try and build the club gradually over the next three or four years. You know, and what this will do is allow us to position ourselves to try and get in next year again, you know, and that's what we need to do, gradually build the club over three, four, five years to get consistent European football and then try to challenge for the, the title. Well, we had bigger Puskin today, and the fact that you're going to have European football until Christmas next season, give you for the rest of the season. Yeah, it's huge, huge, because you know if we didn't win today, the season kind of peters out a wee bit. Five games, and you start looking at Europe. So it's given the boys an incentive. You know, we've got 
John Suter and Michael Smith will both be back for that game. You know, get Cammy Devlin now back in the team or in the, in the squad. So hopefully Craig Halkett will make that as well. It gives everyone targets to try and be involved in that game. Paul Gallagher, Gordon Forrest, and Lee McCullough are the three that, that work on the set plays. And to their credit, we've worked on it. We actually worked on it last week and didn't do it. And we kept it for this one, and it's worked a treat. You know, it was a brilliant free kick. They, they you know, they're, they're in charge of all the set plays, defence and attacking. So to their credit, it's. It's one of the game and it's taken us to a final. Uh, let's hear from Sean Maloney as well. Not happy with the outcome, obviously. Talking about next season, though, he, he liked the performance level, wants to see that next season. I think the last three or four months has been signs of progress. There's been moments where uh, it feels like that progress is, is stalled. Uh, I think today doesn't feel like that at all. This was by far the best performance I've had. I've known for quite a while where in areas that we need to, we need to be better in to give us an opportunity to fight for top six, top four, Europe. I've known that from uh, very early on. Um, worked extremely hard with the players we have, young players. Um, but we all have to make sure that um, come next summer and come pre-season, we are a lot stronger in certain areas so that when we have performances like this, we take advantage. I, I understand it's a difficult uh, situation. We have four, uh, five games in terms of the not making top six, but we have to bring uh, a performance level intensity that we brought today to every single game. And that has to be the culture that we set, we're trying to set. The part of the problems this season has been that not every performance level and desire and, um, and intensity has been at this level. So no matter what team we play in the next five games, next season, we have to bring the same level of performance that we brought today. And if we do, and we add the right level of player, then we will be uh, a lot stronger next season. So that was semi-final number one Hugh Evans. We're about to move on So round all that up for us The most interesting point From those two interviews Was made by Robbie Nielsen And it concerned The building of hearts On a gradual basis And he mentioned The possibility of one day Challenging for the title We are fast approaching The 40th anniversary Of the last time Someone From outside of Glasgow Won our major league title Sir Alec Ferguson in 1985 37 long years ago Is there a Leicester City In Hearts Or in any other club uh, We'll know that Scottish football Has broadened its horizons When somebody seriously challenges Celtic and or Rangers For the league title And Robbie Nielsen's thinking that The kind of money that's coming Hearts way They might be able to do so Kind of understand both sides of it, Mark. You would get why a manager would want to be positive and would want to take the, the good things. I mean, Sean Maloney talking about this was, I think he said, by far the best performance since he came in. Mm. And at the same time, you can also understand why fans would A, disagree with that, or B, not care, even if they do disagree yeah. with it. You know, you can see both sides. Well, of when that. you lose derby games, the, the fans don't care. They don't care how you perform. All that matters is the result, and that's more evident when it's a semi final. So. I think it is concerning that that's been the best performance. I think a lot of fans will be sitting listening to that going, well, that clearly isn't good enough. If that's the best performance we've had all season, it needs to be much better. Um, and it needs to get there soon. If it's the best performance, they're harder in trouble, let me tell you. I thought they showed a bit of courage, a bit of character. But if Sean's saying that's the best performance... Then I think Hibs are in trouble Right that was semi-final number one Now semi-final number two Will be a much quieter affair Celtic against Rangers At hand in two o'clock tomorrow Give us all your thoughts Ahead of that one Celtic fans Can you benefit from The rest during the week Rangers fans Will you be Physically tired Or 
on an emotional high After getting through to the semi-finals of the Europa League And speaking of which Should Scottish football's governing bodies move fixtures around To try and give you a greater rest What do you think? 01419511025 Call right now and we'll speak to you next The games are over The talking begins 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Gordon DL, Mark Wilson and Hugh Keevans are here Looking ahead to tomorrow's semi-final As well as reflecting on today's football as well So give us a call please 01419511025 uh, That's the number Stevie in Paisley has dialed Hi Stevie Hi lads, how you doing? Not bad, how are you? Uh, I'm not bad, how good. you doing Gordon? Yeah good, what's your point tonight? Uh, well my point of view is to Mr Keevans Who I've got a lot of respect for mm-hmm. I've met Hugh a couple of times uh, Hugh Basically, to tell you the truth, you were on earlier on about uh, not uh, helping Rangers out. The Scottish SPFL no helping Rangers out, okay? Right, now, one, I've got two points here to make in this question. One is Celtic asked for the winter break to be brought forward, which all the other clubs complied with, right? Rangers were flying at the time with the possibility of beating Celtic at Parkhead, right? It was put back to... Now, let me finish you. Now, also... Right, I've said my point there. Also, my other point is the coefficient, right? Celtic have been disastrous in Europe for seasons, right? Okay, they may win the league this year, right? But they've been hanging on to Rangers' coattails for the past few seasons. And also... All these other clubs, they voted the Rangers down in the first place. Your Dundee Uniteds and your St Mirrens, who were very vociferous when the Rangers get put, well, meaning Rangers get put down. These clubs earn money out of Rangers in this coefficient. And Rangers have been carrying the flag in Scottish football in Europe for the past four or five years. Well, four years anyway. So my point of view, Hugh, is this SPFL better get their act together because they're a rubbish organisation. I was going to say something else here, but I can't on, a, on, a, on a family radio show. No, you're all right, Gordon. I can't say that, you know. <laughs> but that is my point of view, lads. Yeah, look, I think going over old ground is, is difficult because we end up going round in circles. Just to, for clarity, I mean, the notion that the winter break was moved because Celtic wanted it and all the other clubs complied with Celtic is a bit of a distortion of the truth. They all wanted it equally to get crowds back in and it worked. Anyway, right, yeah. let's park that because I, I, I don't think we need to open those old wounds because Stevie does go on to make the basis of a, of a, a good debating point, Hugh. If Scotland as a whole benefits from Rangers' coefficient, that improves our standing in Europe, clubs get money, etc., why would we not look to try and help our clubs, whether it's Rangers or anyone else, by the way, but that will get lost in, in the debate. Why would we not try and help? Because there's no room to fit them in. Um, and this comes up uh, every now and then. And Stevie's basic point is that there is a conspiracy against Rangers. Uh, and as you rightly say, the winter break was brought forward as a circuit breaker and we're trying to get people into football grounds. And it had essentially everything to do with trying to get people inside football grounds. His last point about clubs who did Rangers down and put them into the lower divisions, Rangers did Rangers down. Yeah, I get this is what I mean about going over all ground. I get why fans feel passionate, but so that we are not here till midnight, let's try and deal with this now, this time, not 2012. 
why would you not try and help any Scottish club and give them a wee leg up if it benefits the rest of you, the country's game? I don't believe for a minute that the SPFL uh, will act out of spite against Rangers because there's been a running mm-hmm. battle between the SPFL and Rangers over sponsorship since the start of the season. I believe that the SPFL and I'm not going to put words in Neil Doncaster's mouth or anybody else's, but I believe their standpoint will be we can't. There's no flexibility. Uh, And also, Rangers have done just fine to get to the last four here while dealing with all of their domestic schedule. And I mean that. They have done exceptionally well. They're in the last four of European competition, as I said the other day, I spoke to a Rangers supporting friend of mine who said nine years ago I was at Ibrox watching Peter Head beat Rangers 2-1 in the lower leagues and he never thought for this mm-hmm. for a moment they would go this far. But it's not a conspiracy against Rangers. It is the SPFL saying these are the hazards of being a successful team domestically and in Europe and we can't move fixtures around. Stevie... I get it totally in, in theory You know why, why would you not help your clubs Like I've been, I've been putting that to Hugh But what does it look like Stevie I don't know if you've had the chance to look Where do you want these games Where, where do you want these games moved to Stevie You know because like I say It's easy for everyone to stand on the outside And say this should happen That should happen Play Celtic tomorrow Obviously 17th of April Rangers don't play again until next Sunday The 24th of April And then that's when the, the bit of the busier run starts So Leipzig on the Thursday The 28th Celtic again on the Sunday, the first Leipzig again, you know, the following Thursday Where is it you're, what games are you cancelling or, or where are you moving? What is it you want to see happen? Cancelling games here What I'm actually saying to you Gordon is This has happened before When Rangers went into, when Rangers were in the U- UEFA Cup final No, no, that's the thing with Steve, look, I, I get that I'm actually, I'm sympathetic with the argument I really am, I understand why you would want it So what I'm asking is, if, if Giovanni van Bronckhurst and James Tavernier And you Want the SPFL To do what they can With the scheduling To help Rangers In what way That's all I'm asking What games do you want Moved to where Can we have a wee bit Of leeway here but that, I know Stevie Honestly I'm just trying to Cut to the chase That's all I'm not trying to Trick you or anything What does the leeway Look like Where do you want The games moved to And which games I, I, I'm asking it In all seriousness Just uh, as I said Well on two th- Well was it 2008 Peter Lawwell said that they were going on a tour of Japan Stevie, you can't move the game to 2008 You're not answering the question And I am being genuine I don't know if people are not believing me on that or something What does it look like? Because see if we can See if we could find a way that suits everyone Nothing gets disrupted Rangers get a boost They go and do well in Europe Scottish I think that sounds great Of course I do Yeah, of course But there is limited space Neil Doncaster Will I believe Stick with his guns And say there's no room But, but there when you look be, at the yeah, way, when, I, don't, I genuinely don't know It might when, be that someone's Got a master plan out there yeah, I don't think Stevie does When you look at the fixture That's just been put in place as well Scotland, Ukraine On the 1st of June That makes it incredibly difficult To, to fit anything in yeah, You're right Where where do you put it Where do you move it to That's that's a problem now, By the way there might be answers to that I'm yeah. not asking as if I know That yeah, people can't answer them uh, Gordon I mean I don't know The Motherwell game And this is Due to TV Motherwell's down for Sunday The 24th of April What's What does Giovanni Van Bronckers mean? Are you pushing to bring that forward To the Saturday Which gives you an extra day Ahead of the first leg? I assume I mean Rangers will kind of need to play Celtic As early as they can So that they yeah. can try and stop them Winning the league Winning the league 
I think I don't know Yeah And do you move the Scottish Cup final Because you it's can't, You can't move the Scottish can, Cup final Listen I can well, understand that you know, But Rangers play If Rangers make the final Of the Europa League It's May 18 The Cup final is yeah. May 21 So uh, You know Is that to be moved as well? Do you know I, I, I do understand the, the arguments In an ideal world Yes I think that you try and help every, Whether it's Rangers Celtic Aberdeen Whoever it is I don't really care But to help clubs Would be brilliant Unfortunately it's not going to happen Gordon You don't, don't think, think so? No I don't think it will No And But I think I think Hugh makes a great point But you, would, you would if you could If I In a, an ideal world If right. I could look at those fixtures And everybody would be happy And we're all pu- uh, pushing mm. The same direction To help one of our Scottish clubs Progress Into Would be brilliant For the country um, Then certainly I would try and help Whether it be Rangers Celtic No matter who it was But Hugh makes a great uh, Point about they're in the semi-final by playing the schedule on a Thursday and the Sunday. Yeah, but is, that, is that really the point, though? Whether Rangers have handled it so far is not the same as can you do something to help. That's yeah, not the same thing. But once again, I will say that if I could possibly do it, mm. if it was me, I would certainly help any football club yeah. in Europe because I think what it does is promotes our game in Scotland. If imagine Rangers going on and win this tournament, it'd be absolutely fantastic yeah. for Scottish football. I mean. Craig McD13 says Genuine question at Clyde SSB And I, I raised this a few times earlier Mark If the English Premier League Can move games for West Ham and Leicester When they've had numerous games Postponed due to Covid Why can't the SPFL find room to move? It's a good question But we don't have the answers unfortunately yeah. the, the the schedule is jam-packed um, And it was said way back in January That there was no room to rearrange any fixtures Now the closer you get to the end of the season Again, the more difficult that gets because your window closes. And when you add in mm. the Scotland game as well, of course we want our, our players uh, who represent Scotland to have the best chance. So even if you moved the fixtures one week down the line, yeah. you're still impacting that. Yeah, so you're to Ryan be, Jack just to be and fair, so those guys. I was asking for solutions and RW has given one. He says... Um, the last game doesn't the last game of the season have to be the Scottish Cup? It doesn't actually, I don't think. But he says move Rangers' last game to Tuesday, the twenty fourth of May, and shift each game forward one week. But is the broadcasters not have a say in that, yeah, Gordon? Because obviously, yeah. you know, Rangers' first game, uh, I think it's Sky uh, Motherwell at Fir Park. Yeah. Uh, so, y- as much as you're saying, well, the SPFL should help uh, Rangers. You've still got to mm. have the agreement of the broadcasters who put a lot of money we'll, into we'll, our game. They'll we'll disappear up in the air here, but mm. uh, for the sake of conversation, supposing they called off Motherwell Rangers next Sunday, or week tomorrow, uh, because Rangers have to go to yep. Leipzig, uh, and Celtic play and defeat Ross County. Yeah, like, then Celtic can win the league earlier. Against Rangers. Yeah, yeah. So we're stuck between a rock and a hard place here. The, 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 the mindset that I am fighting against here is that this is being done deliberately to mm. conspire against Rangers winning a European trophy. That's nonsense. Yeah. Uh, let's thank Stevie for his call. It's 01419511025. I think we can bring in Ross, who's in Glasgow. Um, Ross is a Celtic fan. What's your take on it all, Ross? Yeah, I wouldn't mind them. They're moving fixtures if, if we can find a space. I think the point you make around of what they've done it down south uh, for the English Premier League is wrong because for West Ham and Leicester, they've only moved the games to the Sunday. Right. So it's actually just games that have been moved from the Saturday mm-hmm. to the Sunday. They haven't actually rearranged them, you know, put them back a couple of weeks. So it's actually just bringing them in line with what we've done up here. 
Um, but you're saying you wouldn't mind. You think you know, even though you're an opposition fan and the way this rivalry works, you'd be quite happy if possible for for, for Rangers to get an extra rest or whatever. Wouldn't mind at all. Doesn't really make a massive difference from a from a Celtic perspective. I don't think. Yeah, yeah I mean, this is what this is where you've always got to be cautious. It's the comparisons with other leagues are, you know, you can always kind of find one to suit your argument because on one hand, like we said earlier, yes, the English Premier League have done something as Ross mentions for for West Ham and Leicester. Leipzig, who Rangers actually play, the uh-huh. team that you're actually trying to get the advantage over, they've got a worse scenario than Rangers. They play on the. They play tomorrow, they play Sunday They then play Wednesday, Saturday, Thursday, Monday Yeah <laughs> That's some schedule that and back, to, and back to Thursday, sorry So they play Wednesday, Saturday, Thursday, Monday, Thursday The second leg, when Rangers play Leipzig at Ibrox on the 5th of May On the Thursday Leipzig will have been away at Mönchengladbach on the Monday night so on That's one hand schedule. On one hand you can say Look The English Premier League are doing it We should do it And on the other people will say Leipzig have got an even worse mm. schedule Than Rangers They're not moving there right, But back. whether any of that Is Is a a, a a basis for us to make a decision I'm not sure I go back to the point If You take Leipzig away As The, the, the hard part of it all and I'm not even sure about that because Leipzig went to Bergamo and beat Atalanta 2-0 midweek. But if you take Leipzig away as a very important match for Rangers, all right, call off Motherwell Rangers then. Celtic play at Ross County and when Rangers go to Celtic Park, nine points, effectively ten points mm-hmm. behind their rivals. And... The one thing that people would rather avoid, and we tiptoe around it, but we, the the, the Celtic Rangers game after the title split decider. is a is a range, so it's not a title decider because it will be the cause of trouble. Um, yeah, I was going to bring Ross back in. He's gone. He's disappeared, which is uh, fine. We've also got Scott, who's a Rangers fan on the line. What do you make of all this, Scott? Uh, hi, Gordon. Gordon Martin here. Hello. Um. Well, I'm sitting listening and I think you keep bringing up how there's no room. And I, I agree there's nothing for this season. But is the answer no, we get rid of the winter break? Because that's how you stop the congestion. Um, I mean, possibly that well, that's not a solution to this season. Scott admits that. No. That's, a, that's a whole different debate and all the clubs... It was want, Celtic, win, Celtic and Rangers that... The clubs that, wanted winter breaks. Yeah, well, initially, it. initially, it was Celtic and Rangers that... Really wanted the winter break, so well. I I played at a time when there was no winter break, and I played mm-hmm. back in two thousand and eight. Was it? And there was still congestion, so it, it just catches up with you, anyway. Like, I mean, like this season, hopefully, has been just a bit of an outlier. We know there was a situation with the winter break and, and trying to get crowds back in. I'd like to think that doesn't happen again. I I, I do feel like cancelling the winter break or whatever is. No offence to Scott Just an argument for a different day It might yeah. be Hugh But it certainly isn't going to help us now um, I mean Scott As a Rangers fan How important do you feel that it is That, that games are, are Are moved if they can and, and do you have a solution in mind? I don't I don't have a solution in mind um, But I do see that um, If you do go back to what happened in 2008 I mean I'm just saying I think that's a I think that's why Rangers lost the league was because of that congestion. Uh, that's my point. That's my look on it. Um, and I thought the SFA could 
look on that because see if you look at it now with the conference now in it, mm-hmm. more and more clubs are going to get through into the um, by Christmas in Europe for the looks at Celtic and Rangers did this year. Yeah, and hearts, yeah, are, hearts are going to be in it until Christmas. And hearts are going to be in it till Christmas. Then they can fall into the conference, depending where they are. So there's going to be more, hopefully, more Scottish teams in Europe after Christmas. So the SFA need to come up with something. Yeah, I mean, like I say, maybe that is one for down the line. And Hugh, we people are bringing up 2008. We also got 2003. When yeah. was it? Did Celtic play? But that was the the Fairman lost six 0 at Ibrox and Celtic were at Kilmarnock. But they, they, they played in Europe in Thursday and then, and then played, played Rangers. Ibrox. Yeah, on, yeah. The, on the Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, um, early kickoff. Again, what did producer Callum bring up earlier? What happened in 19? What was it? Oh, United. Yeah, Dundee, played the cup 1987. Final. Yeah. The Dundee United. They, they didn't move it for them. These shocking, things are. Shocking. I'm afraid these it, things are interesting, Hugh. But whether whether they impact no. this year or not, I, I don't know. We are in a country, and in a part of the country, where conspiracy theories are always to the fore. We have a situation here that Rangers have been very, very, very successful in the Europa League. One of the hazards of advancement in Europe, as Rangers in 2008 and Celtic in 2003. Discovered The hazards are Trying to cope with Domestic Demands And European demands And I'm afraid It just gets to a point where It becomes a concertina And you just have to cope with it As best you can And it so happens That Celtic finished up Trophyless In 2003 And the same happened to Rangers In 2008 So They have to cope the one thing that drives me mad Is that everyone thinks it's been done deliberately To stop a Scottish club from doing well in Europe Yeah that's sort of how we operate at times But they're not everyone to be fair You know Gordon I think it's not outrageous to just ask the question Can something be done? Now like I say I think what's important Is that people And I'm sure Rangers will be behind the scenes We don't know mm-hmm. the extent of the talks That you're presenting something that you think works Rather than just saying Ah the SPFL hate us And you know something needs to be done what is it? What what is it that can be done? Like I say, maybe even is that is it a case of getting together with Sky? In fact, is that game on Sky? Motherwell Rangers. Yeah, I think yeah, it, it will is. be. Yeah, 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 both so I think that comes so, into so play. Can, does that w- would that help in any way? Motherwell Rangers, twenty fourth of April, mm-hmm. Sunday. Moving that to the Saturday is that enough to satisfy people? At, or is it something more than that? Is it games to to be moved out completely? Listen, I'm not surprised that Rangers have asked the question. They're quite entitled to ask the question. I'm sure that. Uh, other clubs in Rangers' position would be the same, Gordon. But you've got to, you've got to tick a few boxes before you can, as you say. There, as much as you're going SPFL, sorry, uh, you've got to ask them for help. They've then got to go to Sky, and Sky's got to agree it as well. No, but like move. I get that. But so in, yeah. in theory, then the 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 if that was possible, hypothetical, yeah. if you could move that game from Sunday to Saturday, and it gives Rangers. An extra day to prepare mm-hmm. So they would play Saturday 23rd And then Thursday So rather than Sunday, Thursday Saturday, Thursday I think help? I think if that was possible I think it gives you an extra day I, I don't think that's a bad suggestion But whether it happens or not I don't know I, I'm just I know that you can go and look back And all the things that have happened We're now looking forward mm-hmm. here We've got we've, 
Listen, we're in a position we've not been in for a long time. It happens to be Rangers. If it was Celtic, I'd be saying the exact same thing. Give their clubs as much chance to do and be successful. Here's here's another hypothetical situation for you. Rangers came off the park on Thursday night after beating Braga in extra time at, I think, 10.31pm. Two o'clock tomorrow afternoon, they play Celtic. If they beat Celtic, what's the problem then? You know, they've finished at 10.30pm Thursday yeah, I st- night. I still don't think that changes anything, though, because it's still people just looking for an attempt to help. That's all it is. So that won't actually change whether Celtic win or not. All I'm saying is that if Rangers cope with that, mm-hmm. I go back to the point that big teams... Have hazards to face Because they're good Yeah Because I know, they but advance Again though again, no, But I think you, you Everything you say is true But all people are asking Is that if If the league can help Remove the hazards They do That's it Well you know I, I might Put yourself in the position Of the legislators They have a contract With Sky Television That is worth In total 125 million pounds 25 million pounds Per season Next uh, A week tomorrow Sky demand That Rangers kick off At noon and Celtic kick off in the Highlands after Rangers have finished. Uh, make direct representation then to Sky Television and say, we'd like you to interrupt your scheduling and we'd like you to move the Rangers game to the Saturday. Forward a day. And, and, and they will say, well, we can't have it because we've scheduled in this, that or the other. So what are the... SPFL legislators supposed to do about all of this well we'll find out if that even is an obstacle or not thank you to Scott in Govan let me run this by you could be a huge day on this front tomorrow Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals how many video messages from Hugh Evans could you buy with £25,750? What are we charging? A tenner? That's yeah. easy enough for you to work out I'll let you do it during the break remember how this works any time Anytime Celtic or Rangers score We add money to the cash jackpot And then someone wins it all At the end of the season Now Rangers scored three big goals on Thursday Which means we're just shy of 26 grand And because it's a big game tomorrow Because they play each other Every goal scored at hand in tomorrow In the 120 minutes if it takes Not in a penalty shootout Don't be silly uh, But every goal scored is worth £500 We could be nearly 30 grand by Monday So don't miss out Get the phone out Text GOAL to 61025 G-O-A-L to 61025 It is £2 to text Plus your standard message rate over 18s only And the full terms and online entry Are at Clyde1.com Lines close Saturday 21st of May Which is Scottish Cup final day So for your chance to be the winner Text GOAL to 61025 After they play you have your say. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. We're into the final part tonight. Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL are here. Got this mad notion that you might actually want to talk about the football game tomorrow and what might happen on the pitch. But if you'd rather argue about fixture lists and hypothetical scenarios, let's do that as well. It's really up to you. 0141-951-1025. Uh, let's bring in Scott and Canvas Lang and get his thoughts on it all, Scott. Hi guys, how we doing? Good, how are you? Yeah, not bad. Good not bad. Just a bit frustrated listening to all this and we're talking about hypotheticals and we've got facts just a couple of months ago when obviously the winter shutdown was brought forward and I completely mm-hmm. get it and support it but you know, the fact was the team 3 stand had an enhanced squad when we got to that point 
Uh, they obviously had their, their injuries in excess round. But I think for me, as a Rangers fan, you know, 75-80% con- not confident, but disappointed that we've probably lost the league. And we're missing a point where we want to actually support our teams moving forward in Europe to represent the country. And, you know, we're on a bit of a high with regards to the Rangers and the coefficient and the, mm-hmm. the national team. And I just think it's a bit narrow-sighted uh, narrow for you to turn around and say, well, yeah, we need to get Sky around the table. Do you honestly think that'll happen? When clearly it did happen in December, moving into the, the January period. Where would you have them move this one to then, Scott? What's what's the plan? Where, where can Rangers be helped this time? I think it's a a gesture uh, because there has obviously been tension between Rangers since 2012 and uh, and SPL and everything that's happened there without going over the hot coals. But yeah, the the Motherwell game 24 hours before I think would be a reasonable adjustment without causing too much chaos. And I think if there's a president there with regards to Sky moving Mm -hmm. fixtures, which I completely supported at that time, but at the same time, Celtic did benefit from it. They were on a downward spiral. Rangers had Momentum, a couple of the players that scored in the, the fixture were obviously signed. So to be fair though, Scott, the, the thing about that is, in, like, I get the theory, but that this is what happens when we view everything through the lens of Celtic and Rangers. I, yeah. I can't, I don't know what's going through the minds of people at Sky, but let's say on that occasion they went, okay, we've got a choice. We can either play this game on our screens behind closed doors, or we'll wait and we'll get one with a crowd in and it'll look good. Yeah. I'm not sure in the decision making process They were bothered about who signed for who And, and, and who was injured and so on So I, I know why we do this But I don't know how that impacts this time You know whether So the, the, the benefit if you like for Sky on that occasion was Well we'll wait and in a couple of weeks time We'll have a game with all the colour And there'll yeah. be fans in yeah. On this occasion Can we convince Sky to move the Motherwell game 24 hours? They might say no, but they might say yes. And Scott could be right. That might be all it takes. It might be enough for Rangers to go, do you know what? Fine. It's it's something. It's a help. It's a gesture. It's an attempt. 24 hours. And that's all I asked. For Scott's benefit, what I said was, go and make representation then. And see if they have the ability... To change yep. at one week's notice Their scheduling for a week tomorrow mm. But I'm afraid At the the core of Scott's argument again Is that This was all done to conspire against Rangers mm. Now How do we cure that mindset? Um, Mark, does that seem like a good solution? And again, someone from Sky might be listening and going No, it's not a good solution Because it can't happen because yeah. of X, Y or Z Someone at the SPFL might... And, I don't know specifically what Rangers want But From the outside For us at this early stage looking in You move the Muddle game by 24 hours If you can You've at least given it a go You've tried You've not ripped everything up You've not had to disrupt All sorts You're not cancelling games And moving everything around But at a difficult time For rearrangements You've tried something Of course And I think That seemed fair Yeah I think it would uh, And I think the Rangers fans And, and Van Bronckhorst Would accept that if the SPFL went and asked the question Like you were saying I think they would say No All Sky can say is Or no. we'd get calls saying Ah one game 24 hours What difference is that yeah, Exactly make? But you're right you It is all about scheduling These things take a lot of time For big broadcasters And let's be honest Sky Have helped us out Over the years uh, Even broadcasting You know Club TVs At letting 3 o'clock happen, And yeah. letting that happen They have done An awful lot for us so it may seem just a, an insignificant thing to us here on the outside, but mm. it might be a lot of trouble to actually achieve that. I mean, Darren, you know, uh, Scott, sorry, you know what these things are like already. People just throw all, all different aspects of the argument out and lots of people getting in touch pointing out about, 
you know, Leipzig, they've got a much more difficult, or not much more, but, you know, a more difficult schedule than Rangers. It doesn't look like they're going to ask the German league to change. Does that make any difference to you? Is that relevant in any way? I think you've got a bit of history repeating itself, and some people will look back to, obviously, the, the presidents have been set, and I'm sure Celtic were in the same position. They would call out 2003 as Rangers would, and obviously the 2008 run. But I do think it's incumbent on the people who run our game to give our teams the best chance and if it is at 24 hour obviously the guys will know better than me in terms of the recovery time and the prep time uh, is an absolute gift that the, the, the SPL could potentially give if we could push that game forward 24 hours but the fact that there's not the foresight from the people who are, do run the game uh, to, to ask the question and obviously Rangers are pushing it it would be great to just even ask a question and I suppose you've got to accept it then it probably then allows the SPL to plead the fifth if Sky said there is no way yep. to move the, the schedule mm-hmm. but at this moment in time the question hasn't officially been asked well, and to, be fair, no, to be fair I, I, we might also be being unfair Scott I mean Giovanni Van Bronker spoke this morning half past nine and he said you know we're asking the question for all we know the SPFL are bang up for it and are trying mm-hmm. to make it happen so it's, it's got to come from Rangers though no, the SPFL aren't going to have the foresight and say oh by the way let's just move that Rangers game and Rangers turn around and say so well actually we didn't want it, it so it's got to come from Rangers so we're mm. just early into the process the only thing about it Gordon so Scott's on board with that mm. thinks it would be enough right so um, Celtic play Rangers tomorrow obviously the 17th Motherwell game down for a, a week tomorrow mm-hmm. Bring that forward to the Saturday It gives you an extra day It gives you from Saturday to Thursday To prepare for Leipzig So that might help But the biggest problem is After that isn't it It's in between the two Leipzig games Is the Celtic game on the Sunday Are you going to move that? that? Well you you certainly You can't move it No Within the Leipzig window Mm -hmm. It would need to then go down the line At which point Celtic could have wrapped up the league As Hugh says they always try and avoid title deciders All that sort of stuff Yeah I'm, I, I keep going back to Gordon Amal For helping as much as I possibly can I think if we can do it the, the way forward Then I'm for it But yeah, it is going to be very difficult How to fit them in Yeah we could go off to a starter The first one Move Motherwell to the Saturday That would help Rangers In, in a slight way Of course it would An extra day would benefit but it's the following week Then you start running into trouble again Right Scott indulge me We've got like a minute left Let's talk about the football game Tomorrow The high of Thursday Everything your team Achieved Can that momentum benefit you tomorrow Or, or is there a fatigue element Of having played 120 minutes I'm hoping the momentum's there It's absolutely massive on uh, for, for Van Bronckhurst But we just can't go Another back to back defeat uh, Against Celtic And you know The who do sign over them they have to win it It's an absolute must win I say the league is Pretty much Gone Barring some sort of Catastrophic collapse So it's it's huge So hopefully The, the momentum's there Roof seems to have Struck a bit more form And we're kind of Playing a bit more To his strengths In terms of trying to Get in behind But yeah I think all the big players That turn up in Europe On a Thursday night Have to turn up tomorrow uh, If we've got a chance It should be a cracker There's a few different things At play Gordon I mean, it's, I mean, they're all big when these two meet, obviously. There's a place in the Scottish Cup final at stake. Mm-hmm. Scott's mentioning from a Rangers perspective, Van Bronckhurst needs this. He can't have Celtic beating them again, says Scott. Then, James Tavernier spoke today, the domestic cups is the one thing you would hold against this Rangers team for mm-hmm. the last couple of seasons. So there is a lot, there is a lot riding on it, obviously for both, but Scott's painting a good picture of how much is on it for Rangers. I, I agree. I think most fans will think the way that Scott's thinking. Yeah, I think Thursday night was brilliant for a club, brilliant for his supporters. 
But there's no bigger game than tomorrow And a chance to get to a Scottish Cup final, Gordon um, And he's right Celtic went not that long ago Beat Rangers at Ibrox They'll be looking for revenge I think we're in for a cracking afternoon We've had a wonderful semi-final today Congratulations to Hearts Commiserations to Hibs We had three exceptional goals at Hamden All we ask tomorrow Is for excitement Great goals And a game worthy of Our two biggest clubs Thank you to Scott Our final caller Sleep well if you can All you lot that get worked up About these things We're back tomorrow Celtic Rangers For a place in the Scottish Cup final It kicks off at 2 You will find us here At 1pm So make sure you join us And in the meantime There's even a bit of sun shining It's a holiday weekend And George Bowie is up next What more do you need?